Hi, this is Dillis. Hello there, this is Jacob Minan again. Welcome to another edition of the Let's Talk podcast. Let's pray in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Come, O Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of the faithful and enkindle in them the fire of your love. Send forth Send your, for spirit, your spirit and they, and shall, they shall be created, created and thou shalt renew the face of the earth. O Lord, Lord provide, provide the light, the light of, the of the Holy Spirit, Spirit they destroy the hearts of the, the, hearts of the faithful. Of the faithful. Grant that by the, the same spirit, spirit may be truly wise and ever rejoice in this consolation. Through the same Christ, Christ our, Lord, our Lord. Lord. Amen. So if you listened to the Tuesday live streaming, you'd have heard Jacob and I talk about the forward of uh, my book that just came out, Fighting the Good Fight. Today, we're going to go into the introductory chapter. I'm going to start by reading the chapter, and then Jacob and I will go back and talk about some of the key highlights Highlight. of that chapter. Introduction, the title, Setting a Vision. The scripture passage for this chapter, where there is no vision, the people perish. Proverbs chapter 29, verses 18. I remember when I just got married, as excited as I was, it became apparent to me that something was amiss. No matter how hard my husband tried to make me happy, it was never enough. The joy I derived from receiving gifts from him was fleeting. Every time I received a gift, there was always an issue. It wasn't the right gift. It was given too soon. It wasn't wrapped properly. It was either too big or too small. The list of complaints seemed endless. The truth is, nothing ever seemed good enough, including the time we spent together. I will complain that it wasn't long enough. Looking back, I realize how unreasonable I must have been with my countless demands. Yet, my husband never lost his cool. He remained calm and took the time to explain his understanding and expectations of me. In those early years of our marriage, I can only imagine the thoughts that must have crossed his mind. What does this woman want from me? Was a question he likely asked himself on numerous occasions. One incident stands out in my memory, which marks the day my husband earned my trust and respect. It was shortly after he joined me in the United States. And despite our financial constraint, I was already dreaming of an extravagant wedding. I dragged him to various venues, searching for the ideal location for our wedding celebration. After a full day of searching, we were faced with potential expenses ranging from twenty-five dollars to $50,000 for the wedding reception alone. Months later, he took the time to explain to me that our financial situation couldn't support such lavish plans for the next year or two. Despite my unreasonable expectation and disconnection from reality, he didn't dismiss me or make me feel guilty for desiring a grand wedding. Instead, 
he sat down with a pen and paper, documenting our income and expenses. Through this exercise, it became clear to both of us that not only were we unprepared for an extravagant wedding, but we were also struggling to make ends meet. Consequently, we set aside our wedding plans and focused on my completion of a nursing degree. Reflecting on that specific incident, I concluded that it was the day my husband demonstrated grace and revealed his vision for our lives. He didn't merely possess grace, he possessed a vision and a plan to achieve it. Throughout our marriage life, he has had to redirect me twice more when I lost sight of our vision. Each time, he succeeded in reorienting me and consequently gaining more of my trust and respect. To lead a family, a man must have a mission, vision, and a purpose in life. As Proverbs 29 verse 18 states, where there is no vision, the people perish. When a man fails to understand his mission, he cannot conceive a clear vision for his future or discern his purpose in this life. An aimless man is idle, and as the saying goes, an idle mind is the devil's workshop. To have a clear vision, a man must comprehend his mission in life. You may wonder how a man can discern his mission, vision, and purpose. The book of Genesis provides the answer. In Genesis 1, Verse 26, the Bible states that God created man in his own image and likeness, granting him dominion over the earth. However, in Genesis 2 verse 9, God reveals his purpose for creating mankind. He came to the garden to connect with man, to spend time with him. All man needed to do was be present and available to commune with God when he sought him. This chapter elaborates on the events of that day in the garden. It begins with God calling out to man and asking, where are you? God was searching for man because he was absent from God's presence. Man has strayed from his primary function, which was to remain connected to God. As stated in the Catechism of the Catholic Church, man was created to know, love, and be with God forever. It is remarkable how something so simple can be elusive for men, even in this present time. So the question arises, how can man stay connected to God? A man can stay connected to God by acknowledging him and constantly seeking his help through prayer. The Bible emphasizes the importance of praying always. 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 16 to 18. Urging man to maintain a continuous connection with the Father. This connection ensures that a man fulfills his mission and allows God to help him overcome obstacles, hindering the accomplishment of his assigned purpose in life. The Bible assures us that God is committed to carrying our burdens. Psalm 55 verse 22 states, 
cast your burdens upon me and I will give you rest. In another verse, it states, take my yoke upon you for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Matthew eleven twenty nine. Remaining connected to God through prayer is the easiest and most rewarding thing a man can do for his marriage, family, and life. It is the key to overcoming the challenges of marriage. This is the primary purpose for which you were created. However, due to man's disobedience in the Garden of Eden, the one thing, the Holy Spirit, that automatically connected man to God, departed from him. Nevertheless, with the death of Christ, we receive the Holy Spirit here on earth. Now, man must make a conscious and intentional effort to stay connected to God by inviting the Holy Spirit into his heart. The absence of the Holy Spirit and the inability to hear and follow his promptings are the reason why many men struggle in their marriage and life in general. Therefore, living your mission requires staying connected with your maker and creator. That is your mission in life, to stay connected and lead your family to connect with God every day. Understanding your mission is the only way to have a clear vision and discover your purpose in this world. Genesis explains that God did not let it rain upon the earth because there was no man to manage its resources. In other words, there was no man to utilize the earth's resources. This chapter reveals that God gave man the purpose of managing the earth's resources. Nowadays, many men mistake their purpose for their mission in life, thinking that their mission is to become successful managers or professionals. On the contrary, your purpose is given to you to facilitate your ability to fulfill your mission, which is to stay connected to your maker. With your understanding of your mission and purpose, I pray that you can now clearly articulate the vision for your future with your spouse. It is my firm belief without any hesitation that I am married to an exceptional husband because of his complete understanding of these two concepts. While the early days of our marriage were filled with challenges and misunderstandings, they were also the foundation upon which we built our relationship. These moments of friction, when viewed in hindsight, were the catalyst for growth, understanding, and deepening our bonds. They taught us the importance of communication, patience, and the need to align our vision for the future. Marriage is often likened to a journey, and like any journey, it requires a roadmap. This roadmap is not just about the destination we hope to reach, but also about the experiences, lessons, and memories we gather along the way. Our shared vision become that roadmap, guiding us through the highs and lows, ensuring that we always had a direction, even when 
the path seemed unclear. However, it is essential to understand that this roadmap is not static. As individuals and as couples, we evolve, our priorities shift, our dreams expand. This means that our shared vision must also be adaptable, open to revision and updates. It's not about sticking rigidly to a predefined path, but about ensuring that both partners are moving in harmony, even if the direction changes. One of the most profound realizations in our journey was the role of spirituality in our marriage. Our connection with God was not just a personal endeavor, but a collaborative one. It became the anchor that held us steady during the storms and the compass that guided us when we felt lost. Our shared spiritual practices, be it prayer, meditation, or reading scriptures, became moments of bonding, moments where we not only connected with God, but also with each other. Marriage is a beautiful, complex, and ever-evolving journey. It is about finding a partner with whom you can share your dreams, fears, joys, and sorrows. It is about building a life together, grounded in love, respect, understanding, and a shared vision for the future. As you delve deeper into this book, I hope that our experiences and insights will provide guidance, inspiration, and a sense of camaraderie. Remember, every couple's journey is unique, but the underlining principles of love, trust, and mutual respect are universal. So with these principles and with a good understanding of your mission and purpose, may this devotional journey lead you to work with your wife to develop or refine your roadmap for the future that clearly articulates the vision for your marriage, your family, and your life. Thank you, Dilly. So, so as I listen through, uh, I, I have to ask then, it's clear that towards the end, the last sentence there, you're actually talking about the husband. So that takes me back to, to this introduction that it looks like it seems to be clearly a central role for the husband in driving the vision of, of their marriage. And, and that's why in Ephesians uh, 5.21, even though it opens with be submissive to each other, it goes right next to that to say, why be submissive to your husband? Mm -hmm. You yes. want to speak? Uh, did I get that right? That, that, that <laughs> yes, you, yes. You're you, you. husband <laughs> and you concluded by highlighting that? Yes, I truly, this chapter truly is speaking to it's both. It's speaking to both, but majority of it is speaking to the men. It's okay. truly a man. And and honestly, no matter how much, I like to say this, no matter how much um, we women struggle, pray, cry, talk, move, it doesn't quite make as much of an impact as when the man decides to move that family. When that man takes on his responsibility as the man in the family and starts moving the family. And that's why this chapter is truly for the man. 
And I guess the other question would be, what if there's no man in this family? What if it's just the woman? That's why the undertone also talks to the woman. Where yeah, if you're the head of the highest household, right? Yeah, in that family where you've taken on the role where the, there's no man and you've taken on the role as the man and the woman, remember that your, your vision, the vision can only be created if you understand your mission in life. And our mission in life is to stay connected to God. And our purpose is to be good stewards, if I hear correctly, yeah. of the resources that God has bled us with. Yes. But then the man has to, to come up with a roadmap, which is the vision or the head yeah. of the household. Yeah. Our yeah. purpose is to manage, like you said, manage the resources in this earth. And so for you, Jacob, you, you went to school, you became this scientist, right? And he enriched you with knowledge to be able to bring resources to this house. He, I went to school and I, I became a nurse and he arranged me with knowledge that I can use to bring resources to the house. So th that's our purpose, right? So now we're using that purpose in this earth to bring the resources to this house so we can have light, we can have water, we can have a roof over our head, we can have food, right? But all of that, is so that working can, towards our mission yes we can be able to prepare ourselves we can be able to stay constant and connected to our god to 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 really keep the mission in in, in perspective okay this is dr chapter is going to conclude with three sections we're going to have a reflection question which i'm, I'm going to take that an action step of the week that you out there listening you can have that conversation with your spouse and then a concluding prayer Yes. So, so the reflection question is, after reading this chapter, take a moment to reflect on your own relationship and the concepts discussed, which is mainly the idea of setting a vision. Consider the following question together. How can we apply the principles of staying connected to God, which is a mission, understanding our mission and purpose, uh, and having a clear vision to strengthen our marriage and align our lives with our divine calling? Take the time to discuss and share your thoughts, considering practical steps you can take as a couple to deepen your connection with God, clarifying your shared vision and fulfilling your mission together. So, so for our purposes, the least, I would just want us to be able to clarify those three key concepts. Yeah. Mission, vision, and purpose. So our mission is to stay connected to God. And that mission goes a long way if you are the one that's driving it. If you understand. So, so, so if, our, if our mission, if the North Star is realizing that it is, it, it, it's it's an ultimate connection and communion with God, that kind of influence what our vision is and what the road roadmap is mm -hmm. and, and, and a better understanding of our purpose, which mm -hmm. is being a good steward of resources mm -hmm. that God has blessed us with. The problem is when we miss that North Star, when we miss exactly what our mission is and we think, uh, and sometimes we even confuse our mission for our vision mm -hmm. or our mission for all the other distractions around us. That confusing even those resources around us that we're supposed to be a good steward for, mm -hmm. for being, oh, my goal was, is, is to be the president of the United States, yeah. or to be the mayor of my city, yeah. or, or, or to be the, 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 the vice president of a yeah. union organization. Yeah. No, those, all those things have to do with your purpose. They are the yeah. resources that you're being a steward of. And I think you fail also in that purpose if you don't right. understand what your mission is. Because Absolutely. I think if we go back, Jacob, to that example that I gave, it's not that you intentionally thought, oh, my mission in life is to communicate with God, is to connect our family with God. So I'm going to have this graceful conversation with my wife. No, it's just that you originally from the start 
had that North Star. You understood your mission. I don't know if you knew that was your mission. Yeah, so 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 we, we don't necessarily set out, guys, uh, understanding it this as, oh, this is that mission. Oh, and this is the vision. And oh, and this is my purpose. There's also, it, it's more about grace. And, yes. and, and background family of yes. origin. So so sometimes you get these things right now because it's broken down down like that. And so I think what Delicious goal is, by, by trying to explain this concept that maybe when we start thinking in terms of this concept, it makes those things easier for us. Yeah. But otherwise, even without putting yourself in the buckets of these concepts, some of those things can come to you just by virtue of grace because God did not put us in this life yes. for us to struggle without Him providing us with tools. But I think because you've always been spiritually connected, it was easy for you to show me grace because I don't know what was going through your mind at that time, right? You could have sat me down and said, or you could have just offhandedly... Just ridicule you and say yes. that you're always having your head in the clouds. Yes, yeah, you I could have just yeah. offhandedly just ridiculed me. But somehow the spirit in you inspired you to sit me down and let's talk and go over our finances. I mean, that was the first time. At, we had a, mon a money conversation in um, a criminal's way. In, yeah. Not just even in any acrimonious way, period. That was the first time I had a money conversation. That was the first time I had a money conversation. Yeah, I, 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 I didn't, I didn't that, see that, yeah. No. Prior to that, it wasn't something I had with my parents. It's not... My, my parents had no need sitting me down to talk about their expenses their, and their thing. So that was the first monetary conversation we ever had. And I don't know if couples ever have that uh, that way, but you know, we've spoken to many couples, but most of them come at this from, oh, she's being irreasonable. Unreasonable, yeah. And people tend to be yes. antsy around having a money conversation, yes. but those conversations you have to start having very early during the year, years of courtship yeah. and, and really understand where you do. Anyway, let's not get too much yeah. into the week. But I, I think I was here. just trying to make the point right. that it's because you, you were already connected to the spirit. Right. That's how come you could, you could show me grace. That's how come you could have a conversation that was that tense tension around a money conversation can be around almost any conversation yes so long as you don't yes. you don't get that spiritual connection and knowing what your yeah. mission is almost anything conversation even around intimacy around almost anything, anything you come at it yeah you come at it with your fears and your desires right. so your... let's get to the action step of this week then before we close out with a prayer so, so then as an action step for the week, we, we will suggest please take some time this week to have a heartfelt conversation with your partner about your shared vision for the future. Very crucial. You might have had a conversation, but but by using different terms or different things, maybe you can rephrase it and reframe it and really focus on that vision, recognizing as the list read through the instruction that that that, that vision is adaptable, is living and breathing, is evolving. But you have to start from somewhere, build a baseline where you can go from, and then you can reflect on your mission as a couple. I mean, your spiritual direction and how staying connected to God can guide your decisions and actions. Discuss how you can support each other in maintaining a strong spiritual connection and how you can align your goals and aspirations to fulfill your mission together. So if you guys work on this, it, 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 this can more or less drive the rest of your week leading up to next week before we get into the first chapter. That would be fantastic. Okay. So Jacob, I will take the closing prayer. Yeah. Um, let us pray. Heavenly Father, we come before you as couples seeking guidance and wisdom. Thank you for revealing to us the importance of setting a vision and staying connected to you in our journey together. As we reflect on our shared mission and purpose, we ask for your grace and strength 
to align our hearts and mind with your divine plan for our lives. Help us to communicate openly and honestly and to support one another in pursuing our vision as a couple. May your presence be the foundation of our relationship. Guide us through the ups and downs and enable us to love and serve one another selflessly. Grant us the wisdom and discernment to make choices that honor you and lead us closer to the fulfilling life you have designed for us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, everybody, and talk to you next week. Let's talk about love. Like you and me all night, and let's talk about love.